Thanks for hanging out. You can catch the Remy and Casey show live Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. on 92.3 WIL on your radio. Or download the 92.3 WIL app. You can also enter to win concert tickets and use the feedback feature to participate in the show and join the conversation. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. All right, here we go, Monday. Short week. Short week Monday. That means we have a little bit more energy than we normally would have on a Monday. Yeah, I woke up feeling ready for the week. Yeah, because the journey is shorter until vacation. Only three days long. (laughs) Uh, We're super excited about it. And 68 for Christmas Eve. 68 degrees outside. I'm great with that. 52 for Christmas Day. There's virtually no chance of a white Christmas. No. Just FYI. Uh... We announced our our big uh, our big announcement on Friday was Meat is joining the show, our game master. You may not know who that is, but you will get to know him over time. Yeah, joining full time. So now there will be three of us, and he, I think he's going to be a fan favorite. Oh yeah! Like I think once he gets here, everybody's going to start thinking, Remy Casey. Yeah. No. I'm here for meat. It should be the meat show. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but meat. Uh, this week, we have... Our prizes didn't change because our promotions girl was out. Do you have promotions? The promo suite pulled up by any chance? I don't right now. Okay, well, we do have prizes this week in Remy versus Casey, so we'll get to that at 8 o'clock, and let's get the show started. Short week, hopefully for you as well. Remy and Casey. Please reveal yourself. You guys better get used to a lot more meat in your life. It's happening. Is it medium? Is it rare? Is it well done? Oh, it's well done right now. (laughs) It'll be rare soon, though. You just wait. That was our big announcement at 9.05 on Friday morning. Meat is joining the show full-time. Who is Meat, Casey? Meat is our game master. If you've ever listened to Remy versus Casey at 8 a.m., he's the one that, like, runs the games and kind of wrangles us in. And he's been a closeted country fan for a long time. That's why he sneaks down here over from ESPN so mm-hmm. he can get his little country fix in and hang out with us. And we just decided, well, if you like being here so much, why don't we just adopt you full time? Yeah, he was producing the Fast Lane, which is the afternoon show there on the uh, on ESPN. And they're very upset that we're stealing him. And they should As be. As they should be. Because he is uh, super valuable and awesome at what he does. And we can't wait to have him on the show and wrangle us all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. just for the game, but for all all of the time. It's going to be nice to have a helping hand. Yeah, and I think he, you know, the company was like, you guys are doing great things. We want to see you grow. And the chemistry is is always hard to, to get right. You know, when you have a show, you never know how it's going to go with people that don't haven't worked with each other before. But every time he's on, the chemistry is just like on point. So right. we're very excited about that. He texted me over the weekend. And he said, because he was in he was in my hometown of Bloomington Normal, Illinois, for uh, because the SLU women's basketball team he does play by play for, and they were playing Illinois State University this weekend, and he thought he was going to go out and get some like gifts and stuff. He was going to do some Christmas shopping, so he took an Uber out to the mall. Uh huh. He couldn't get an Uber back because really? there's like zero Ubers in Bloomington Normal. Oh my god. So I gosh. almost I almost had to text my brother and be like, "Hey, uh Can you go pick up my coworker?" Uh, my coworker's like at the College Hills Mall. Can you go pick him up and like take him back to ISU? Oh <laughs> but my I think, gosh. I think he figured it out, but I thought that was hilarious. 
Uh, but we're looking forward to us having meat on the show full time. And if you missed the announcement, no worries. You're going to hear a lot more of him as we approach the new year. He's going to be full time with us. So Right. He officially starts in January. Yeah. Because a little bit later on this week, we're going on a little Christmas vacation. Oh, yeah. Leaving for a couple weeks. But we'll be back the first week of January. How would you like to have that Riz show vacation? Oh, they're already gone. They're gone. They we, said bye on Friday. See you next year. Yeah, we were we were on the show. We are the new real or fake results givers now, I guess. And uh, on Friday, they were like, yeah, we're done for the year. And I was like, three weeks. Yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. You know, that risk schedule. That's uh, that's pretty nice. Hey, if you want to see the if you want to see the big reveal of maybe you don't know who meat is, what he looks like, any of that. It's OK. You are part of No Sleep Nation. You are the 6 a.m. listener is a totally different breed of listener, and we get that. You can go check out the video on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page right now. We posted it there or on Instagram as well. Remy and Casey. Can you believe that 2021 is almost over? No. Like, it just went by so fast. I feel like we got concerts back this year, which was awesome, and that just made it fly by. Yeah, that like, I mean, 2020 was the longest year ever. Mm -hmm. So as soon as spring of 2021 started to come around and things started to open up and then we had concerts and we had events again and we were actually out in the community again Yeah, for work and also not for work reasons. That's what really made it feel normal and like helped the year fly by. I remember like writing down the list of all the concerts that we had this year. Mm hmm. 50 plus concerts or something and like that. Feeling so overwhelmed. Literally, like every weekend, there was something happening because not only were concerts back up and running again, but also all the artists were trying to make up for that money that they lost in 2020. Mm -hmm. So they were out on tour. Everybody was out on tour. Uh, and Hollywood Casino Amphitheater was going crazy. Music Park, lots of shows there. I can't wait to go back to that venue because that venue is awesome but i wanted to get your list of your top three country songs from 2021 and this is tough because like everybody's always got their own their own feel for it yeah well it depends on what mood you're in too i think yeah I think but if you're so. if you're going overall all the songs that were released in 2021 casey what are your top three songs I think some of these songs weren't necessarily released in 2021, but sort of they were a 20, they were, this was the year for them. My top three are Dan and Shay, Glad You Exist. Mm. Chris Stapleton, Starting Over. Okay. And Jordan Davis, By Dirt, which we're actually only starting to play now as we're, as it's like gaining momentum. Yeah. It's interesting how that all works out uh, with, uh, with music like you said they may have been they may have been released in another year but only this year is the year that they got traction yeah radio's weird that way i think it was one republic um uh the lead singer was talking about how they wrote one of their songs like five years mm -hmm. and released it five years before it became before anything it before big. it got popular so that happens so much in music uh my top three are kane brown chris young famous friends because mm -hmm. You know, we made a bit out of that, which is kind of fun. Uh, Luke Combs, Forever After All, because it just, it's very lovey-dovey and kind of like a different vibe. And I got to say, it, I know it's not necessarily like the most country sounding song in the world, but Walker Hayes Fancy Like is like my number one. It's like, 
Not only did it come with a groove, it came with a vibe. It also came with a dance. And we got to do it with Walker Hayes, which I think was pretty awesome. Yeah, it came with a fun story. So as soon as we met Walker, we were like, hey, we know the dance. Let's do it. Yeah. He was like, I cannot believe people all around the world are doing this dance that my teenage daughter made up in our front yard. (laughs) And I just feel like it's one of those that everybody can relate to on a different level. It's not your tailgates and, you know, uh, tan lines and short shorts and all this, the truck and all that kind of stuff. It's very like, it's so real. Cause like, let's get fancy. Let's go to Applebee's. Let's have that Bourbon Street steak. Right. That Oreo shake. Like that's how we get fancy. I'm imagining the way, you know, the way that we look at songs like Watermelon Crawl or, um, you know what I'm trying to say by that. Like a song yeah. comes on, you immediately, everyone knows the line dance to mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining the little kids right now, whenever they're grown up and somebody plays fancy like, and all the adults go, okay. And yeah. they all know the TikTok dance back from when they were <laughs> little, back in 2021. It's so weird that that's, that's what it is. You know, it's basically like a line dance for the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all it is. Uh, but that that's my top three. Casey's top three. What are your top three? You can always call us 314-954-9230 or hit us up on the text line at 314-699-4766. Uh, it's up on the Facebook page as well. Let us know what your top three songs of 2021 were. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. So the Grand Ole Opry is a giant that has a lot of ins and outs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, everyone knows it as the iconic venue in Nashville where country artists play and broadcasted those performances live over the radio station for so many years and it's an honor whenever artists get invited to play there because it's not one of those places where you can just add it to the schedule or call and be like are you available on this date so my touring artists can come play there Mm -hmm. no you have to be invited I I don't want to say it's the pinnacle of your career because it's not, but it's it's, not. it's more of a validation of your career. Like yeah. country music has accepted you. Welcome. Exactly. <laughs> and if you're really, really being validated, the Grand Ole Opry will induct you and invite you to be a member of the Grand Ole Opry. And what this means is like you get your stuff on the wall that says your name and mm-hmm. your info and I'm sure that means that there's probably holiday parties for the members of the Grand Ole Opry, and it's a very um, prestigious club. But again, you have to be invited in. Mm -hmm. And usually artists get invited in in a really cool way that is special to them. The way that earlier in this year, Carly Pierce got invited by Dolly Parton. Lady Ye got invited by Darius Rucker. So it was just this past weekend when Lauren Elena was performing at the Grand Ole Opry and someone who is one of her mentors, Trisha Yearwood's face popped on the screen as supposed to be just for a um, a message to the crowd. Hey everybody, please have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I'm just here to say love one another and be kind. And also, is that Lauren Elena? Because I think that's Lauren Elena. Is that you? Junior, I have a present for you. Hang on. So Trisha Yearwood runs off camera and what do you know, runs out onto stage. Merry Christmas! That was pretty cool, wasn't it? You just thought I was up there. You didn't have any idea I was here, did you? Um, 
I have some I have some surprises for you. First of all, I know your mom's here, but I also know that your dad is here. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Turns out he really was. So he's super proud of you right now. Because I have the honor. You're gonna make me cry. I have the honor of asking you on behalf of the Grand Ole Opry, if you would please accept our invitation to become the newest member of the Grand Ole Opry. And I'm sure that's really cool for the crowd and the people that are there that night to see Lauren Elena to also see such a cool moment for her where she's like super excited and yeah. this is a big moment in her career and now she's a member of the Grand Ole Opry. That's a very cool thing. I just always wonder how much uh, how much heads up they have about this. Like there's got to be, there's obviously got to be some planning. Patricia Yearwood's going to be there. There's got to be some planning. Sure. So I'm wondering how many of Lauren Elena's people know that this is happening. They got it. Uh, plenty of them have to know because at least enough to get both of her parents there when her dad wasn't even supposed to be there. Yeah. Hide him in the crowd. Well, she's performed at the Grand Ole Opry several times. Right. So I guess this, I don't know, maybe, the, maybe this is just like an annual thing that she does, but... It seemed like everybody was very genuinely surprised in this video. So Yeah, and it was it's a really sweet video. Also, I just think it's cool to see that Lauren Elena and Trisha Yearwood have this camaraderie and this like mentor mentee ship. Mm-hmm. Um that probably a lot of country artists aspire to have. So you can see that video on our Facebook page and our Instagram story, 923WAL. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 W.I.L. Tonight, everyone at Saturday Night Live plan to do our big Christmas show and induct a new member into the Five Timers Club, but COVID came early this year. So in the interest of safety, we do not have an audience, and we sent home our cast, most of our crew. It was uh, pretty weird. So we stayed up for this. We stayed up to watch Paul Rudd on SNL. Mm-hmm. The ageless Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> and he was supposed to be inducted into the Five Timers Club, the hosting it, hosting SNL five times. And Tom Hanks came out at the beginning of the show and said that pretty much like, hey, due to the rising COVID cases in New York, we sent the cast home, sent the crew home. Uh, I know Charlie XCS was supposed to perform and she said due to the lack of crew, they were unable to perform. So it was bad. Like it was really bad. They, sh- they just shouldn't have done the anything. show. I'm, I'm so <laughs> surprised because like I would understand if they sent home the audience and they just did it audienceless. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they sent home their entire team, yeah. it does kind of feel like, okay, we couldn't have like scheduled an episode, friends. Yeah. Or just, you know, put on like Christmas specials from years past. Like I know yeah. they have, a, I know they have SNLs where it's literally just like the best of Christmas specials from, you know, present to way back when SNL started. Mm. They could have just done that, but they uh, they they were scrambling. It looked like, and it was uh, <laughs> it was it was pretty bad. The only two cast members that were there were Keenan Thompson and Michael Che, and then Paul Rudd, Tom Hanks, and Tina Fey was like a last minute call in too. They tried, and uh, the show must go on, right? But. Uh, I think they should have just punted because it was a little weird. Next story, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is this week's box office champion. Spider-Man No Way Home scored the third biggest opening weekend in box office history. Wow. Earning $253 million in its debut weekend in the U.S. and Canada, which uh, makes me happy because I feel like, you know, as we go back into more cases, I guess, of COVID, the fact that people are still willing to go out to a theater to see a show like anything Marvel, it's always going to do big, right? But the third largest in history, 
That's a big deal. Everybody, when I was on socials this weekend, just kind of like scrolling through stories, everybody was at the theater to see this movie when it came out. Yeah. And we were supposed to go this weekend, and the kids ended up uh, pretty sick over the weekend, so we we were unable to go. But the new Spidey picture is the first film in the COVID pandemic era at the top $100 million at North America, North America's theaters by a lot. I didn't get that one by a lot. Next story, music professor is proving that students don't read the syllabus. Kenyon Wilson of the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga hid a cash prize for his students on campus with a hint to its location buried in the class syllabus. Wow. It was only $50, but he found the $50 bill that he had placed in a locker there still at the end of the semester. Wilson posted about it. Uh, he repost, posted about the results of his experiment on Facebook where it went viral. Many replies found the prank amusing and encouraged him to repeat the experiment next semester to try a new trick altogether. I kind of actually love this idea. Like we could take this and like bury a prize within contest rules or something mundane that nobody ever reads. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> or like for lack of better... Um Example, we have this thing called WIL uh, weekly, weekly like promo email Mm -hmm. where an email goes out to the whole company about everything that's happened on WIL this week, all the big things that happened, meet joining the show, Uh, we announced this concert, we hid $50 in the kitchen, and I guarantee nobody from this building would find that money. That is very true. Nobody would read that email about us. (laughs) Because they don't. I wonder how many people read the recap email, period. They don't. Uh, But I think they'd be a fun thing. Like, we could have our own Forest Park treasure. Yeah, that would be fun. Remy and Casey treasure. Oh, this is this is an idea brewing for next year for sure. Uh, the Blues lost to the Jets last night 4-2. to two. The next couple games have been postponed due to COVID and they will not play again until December 27th at home against the Devils. Alright, time for Remy versus Casey. We've got our contestants on the phone, Angie and Dardine Prairie and Amber in Troy, Missouri. Amber, you are on the phone first, so who do you think is going to win today, Remy or Casey? I'll go with Remy. All right, going with Remy. Let's see. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. I don't know how we do this, but we're tied up again. Two days left this month. We've had three different five-point contests, (laughs) and we're still tied with two days to go. It's because Remy and I spent too much time together, and now we have the same brain. That's terrifying. We have the same brain, and also we like to bet. Outside of the game, so which yeah hasn't been doing anybody any favors. <laughs> no, Nothing well it did me a favor. It. it got me back in the game. So when it comes to the in studio games, I think it's safe to say Remy's dominated this month. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see if it continues month, here. So. so two days to go, or I guess three days to go technically, including today. Uh, today it's a game of categories. Remy, you won first yesterday, so you'll start first. Casey is in the hallway. Simple game. We've got ten seconds on the clock, and uh, I'll give Remy a category. He just has to name as many things that apply to that category. Category as he can in the 10 second window. All right, Remy. We got our, our themed again, uh, themed categories game one more time. Here we go. First category, 10 seconds on the clock. Things you associate with the holidays. Go. Uh, mistletoe, jingle bells, Santa Claus, reindeer, snowmen, malls, shopping, Black Friday, uh, tinsel. All right. Barely got that one in. Good job. Uh, total of nine. 
That first round. It's a good one. Great Let's start. By the way, I was in a mall the other day for the first time in a while. You notice all malls have the same smell? All of them. It's like the, uh, I, don't, I guess it's like it's like the cinnamon roll smell. And not the all malls <laughs> have like the Cinnabon, but that's what I smell. Like pretzels? Pretzels and Cinnabons, yeah. Yeah, and like the candy nuts. It's like the all candy three combined. Nuts. Those are amazing. Yes. I think that's what it is. Okay. Like those nuts. Sorry. Try to get you off track here. I'm not, not trying to do that. Uh, round two, Remy, the category 10 seconds on the clock. Food that is on the table for your holiday meal. Go. Ham, prime rib, mashed potatoes, gravy, uh, the fruit cake, uh, sometimes turkey, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Okay, not bad. Not as good as the first round, but uh, you're you're still good. You're good. Uh, that was a total of six. So right now you're riding at 15 total through two rounds. I know you normally shoot for 30. You just need 15 here. Yeah, let's go. I'll begin. I'll let's begin. Go. You got 10 seconds on the clock. Category. Things you don't want to talk with your family about during the holidays. Go. Politics, religion, uh, their kids, their <laughs> boyfriends or girlfriends, their divorce. Uh, don't want to talk about my job. Don't want to talk about their job. Don't want to talk about. Okay. Good job. That's a really strong bounce back. You got seven there. I counted boyfriend and girlfriend for you. Oh, thank I think you. That's yeah. I think yeah. that's fair. I think that's fair. It's always fair. Uh, okay. Casey. Okay. Strolling on in. Are you nervous? Yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Didn't even try to hide it. Like, There's no, too much at stake here. No game face or anything. Mm, okay. Steak. Remy knows how he did. He knows his score. He can tell you. He doesn't have to nope, tell you. But don't tell me. Category number one. Again, a themed category round. Ten seconds are on the clock. Categories, things you associate with the holidays, go. Santa, snow, presents, bows, Christmas trees, pine trees, lights on houses, um, pine cones, flannel, Christmas songs. Christmas songs did not make it in. Christmas songs did not make it in. You had a good good round, though. Nine total. Just to tell you, that ties Remy in the first round. Yeah. Okay. Neck and neck right now. Category number two, Casey. Food on the table for your holiday meal. Go. Ham, turkey, mashed potatoes, corn, broccoli, asparagus, rolls, cranberry sauce, butter, noodles, toast. Toast. Thanksgiving. Toast. That's what I heard. It's all, it's the same meal twice. Christmas and Thanksgiving toast. are the same. <laughs> They're the same. Yeah. I'll count. I, I think we used to always have kind of the same meal. So I think I, yeah, I get I'll count that. it too. Uh... You had 11. She might get 30. The best single round we've had so far. You had 11. Yeah, We're going for 30. Total of 20. Remy had six in his second. So right now it's 22 to 15. We won't tell you how many in his final category yet. So Casey leads 20 to 15. Last category, 10 seconds. Things you don't want to talk about with your family during the holidays. Go. Politics, relationships, your job, your income, your uh, friendships, uh, your living situation. Yeah. All right. I'm right. talking about your living situation. I don't care about your children. Not here, not now. I meant like my living. Like, don't ask me where I live. Oh, you have a job? I don't care. <laughs> okay. 20 to 15 going into that final round. Casey, you had a total of six. It's your lowest round today. So your total, 26 points. That's Remy? solid. I was going for 30. That's commendable. Remy only had seven in his last one. So Casey wins yeah. 25 to 22. Woo! Does that mean that it only comes down to one more game? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Casey. 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 Yeah. All 
All right, Amber. Sorry, Angie. You're our big winner today. You wanted some Papa Murphy's gift cards, or do you want to take your kids to the Magic House? Assuming you have kids. I'm taking my kids to the Magic House. All right, going to Magic House, Amber. We got you the Papa Murphy's gift cards. We are in the last week. All right, get off our prizes. <laughs> Get off our prizes. We're doing with what we've got. If you don't want the Papa Murphys, I'll take the Papa Murphys. Uh, that's a good point. That is a very good point. Okay, we're coming down to the wire here. You're up by one. Two days left. Oh, my gosh. We'll see what happens. We always make it interesting, don't we? Yeah. Remy and Casey. It's time for Remy and Casey's Monday Morning Mystery. Casey, did you know there were underground facilities in St. Louis? No. I mean, I know there are some in, like, the Belleville area? Yeah. There's a lot of underground tunnel talk. And a lot of it is like prohibition and things like that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and I'm not talking about any of that. So apparently there's a former CIA officer who has been making the rounds recently about uh, part of the population is like alien hybrids. And the CIA has been tracking this since World War II. But that's a conversation for a different time. Like I... I, I don't think that any of this has to do with alien hybrids. However, okay. he does mention briefly about underground facilities in St. Louis. So I went searching around for this. I didn't think I was going to find anything, but the things that we know about the tunnels already, which is, you know, there's tunnels in Alton, there's tunnels underneath St. Louis, there's tunnels in Belleville, what Lindenwood campus has them, like they're everywhere. Uh, But I went to go look for this and I found a story that Fox 2 did about a month ago on mysterious underground basement extensions on Washington Avenue. And they were discovered because a dude driving a forklift at a festival fell into one while driving the forklift. Oh my gosh, scary. Like think about, I don't know, eight inches of sidewalk. And that's the only thing that was holding the sidewalk up into this room. Right. So they show a photo of this forklift basically like upright in this room. And I didn't hear anything about this. Did you? No. Wait, when was this? It was over the summer at some point. It was like just as we were going into fall. This past year. Yeah. It was like a beer festival that was happening on Washington Avenue. And like nobody talked about this. I don't even think it made the news because it was all covered up. And apparently that this room isn't the only room. Court records show a construction company in 2001 looked into filling 15 hidden basements. We were directed not to contact any building owners for further investigation. There was to be no publicity related to the basement extensions. There was to be no publicity related to any potential problems or adverse issues. There could be up to 15 more basement extensions along Wash Ave in downtown. Basement extensions. Yeah, so basically, like, there were bikes in this extension. There were bikes down in this area that I was mean, like, is it not just like a basement storage area where you like because whenever I lived downtown we had a underground basement like storage system where everyone put their bikes or yeah. their like you know belongings that's, that didn't fit in their space. That's kind of what this one kind of it looked like that it had like three or four bikes in it so and they didn't look old it wasn't like you go down there and it was all of a sudden the 1950s or something with like the bikes but a lot of it has weird CIA vibey things around it, especially when you tell the news, hey, you didn't see this. Hey, don't report on this. Hey, we're not talking about this anymore. And no officials can talk about it either. So what's going on? That's Are we going to get in trouble for talking about it? Who knows? I'm, I'm just I'm just going on what like Fox 2 has reported on already. That's so interesting. On and things Watch that I out. can find. Yeah. So I'm tying these two things together with the CIA guy 
that's now going along and talking about all this declassified stuff that he can finally talk about. And he said something about underground facilities in St. Louis. And there's all these these 15 random rooms along Wash Ave. This is interesting. I would like to know the history behind that and what's the deal. What a Monday morning mystery. Nobody's talking about it, though. Okay, well, I guess it's up to you and me. And I don't know if they're not talking about it for safety reasons or if this really is like abandoned alien CIA stuff. Okay, I don't know if I'm going to throw the word alien in there. I know it's hard to believe, Casey. Okay. I know that there are hybrids among us. I'd much rather believe in prohibition causes than that. (laughs) Or like bunkers for the world world war situations. Uh I would uh believe that before I would believe aliens. Like fallout shelters and things like that? Yeah. Maybe, potentially, but nobody's talking about it. So until someone talks about it, we won't know and we can only speculate that it's aliens. Uh, What I do know is that we have to get the United Professional News. And I hate leaving a mystery open like this. We're going to have to do the research ourselves. Do you know anything about this? Because there's a construction company involved that were like, hey, we can put a bunch of cement down in these abandoned rooms. But that didn't happen. They're still out there. Okay, we got to know. Let us know if you know anything. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Betty White. In January, the film and television legend will celebrate her 100th birthday. And to mark the occasion, she's hosting an in-theater movie event. It's titled Betty White, 100 Years Young. Love it. January 17th. Betty White's going to be, uh, here's the thing. I saw Betty White's picture pop up on Facebook in like a news story. And I was like, no. I thought that maybe she had died or something. Right. And it's just about the celebration that she's throwing. So 100 years. Wow. I mean, I would love to be a part of that celebration or invited. So the movie that is coming out to theaters around the country, tickets are already on sale for this. The movie will include funny moments from her life and career, like uh, from the Golden Girls, The Proposal, uh, even Saturday Night Live clips. A lost episode from her first 50 sitcom will also be shown. And her birthday celebration will also include many guests like Ryan Reynolds, Tina Fey, Robert Redford, Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman, Carol Burnett will be a part of that as well. Man, what a woman. If you, there is already a documentary about her on Netflix. I think it's just called Betty. If you look it up and watch it, it'll blow your mind because as much as you think that she's accomplished, she's done even more. I thought she was, you know, just famous. You know, in my memory, it starts out at the Golden Girls, but there's so much that comes before that. It's yeah. wild. So definitely check that out. Too. I feel like her and Dolly Parton are kind of like kindred spirits because they have done their thing with entertainment. Yeah. But then there's so much more from a philanthropic standpoint. I love it. So uh, January 17th, again, those tickets are on sale if you want to celebrate Betty White's 100th birthday with her in theaters. Now, next story. When it comes to planning your next vacation, don't be surprised if your credit card bill is much higher than you were budgeting for. The average American goes almost 21% over budget on weekend getaways, according to a new survey. They found that after putting travel plans on hold for a year or more, two-thirds of Americans planned on taking at least one or more weekend getaway trips this fall. And while they're typically spending about $1,800 for a weekend trip, which I feel like is a lot of money, for a weekend trip? For a weekend, yeah. They usually end up spending $380 more than that. There's always those little things you don't account for, like the parking wherever you're going, the food costs, the extra drink when you're like, oh, we'll just stay for one more. Yeah. It always adds up. We're planning a Disney World trip, my kid's first trip to Disney World in March. 
And my wife and I have been having discussions about like how much this is going to cost. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like you always got to add another thousand dollars just for miscellaneous things. Especially when you're talking you're, about Disney. Yeah. What happens if your your phone dies and you got to buy one of those battery charger things at the park? That's like 30 bucks. And then extra food here, extra food there. They don't do the food plan anymore there at Disney. So it's like you're paying for everything a la carte. I'm just saying it's going to be a lot of money, period. Just account for it in your in your planning. Next story, a woman in northern Canada put up a Rudolph decoration on her lawn for Christmas and says, real deer won't stop attacking it. That's funny. <laughs> She's had it for five years and she says it keeps happening every year. She came home the other day and found it knocked over and trampled again. But this time she got video, which we posted on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. That's what I'm saying. She needs a ring doorbell camera to capture that. Post it. She thinks... Male deer think it's real because it's not a cheap lawn ornament. What they did was they decorated an archery target the size of a real white-tailed deer. So, Real uh, deer are seeing it and they're... Yeah, uh, but it's got a red nose. It's Rudolph. She attached a red nose to the end of this thing and you should see these, these bucks just come out of nowhere and just kick the crap out of it. I know. I'm just starting the video now. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Taking it down. Taking it down. It's very funny. And they're like, it's not moving. It's not, it's not, it's not fighting back. What do I do? And they're, then they just scamper off. They're like big dogs. <laughs> like when a dog sees a stuffed animal and just acts up. Yeah. That's this. This is not right. This is weird. <laughs> and they start making fun of it. And then the Rudolph thing happens. I don't know. Remy and Casey. I think you're going to like today's famous friends, Casey. Ooh, okay. All right, let's go. We got some famous friends you probably never heard of, but back in all of the counties, our crowd is second to none. You say all of the counties today because it was a UPS driver that made an unexpected delivery when he found a resident's lost dog. His name is Daryl Slack, said he was dropping off some packages uh, when he noticed that this woman appeared to be upset in her front yard. Uh, She explained to him that her Jack Russell Terrier had run away and the UPS driver promised to find the dog and later did so on his route. Really? And Pete, the pooch, just like sat shotgun with him until he got his route done and then he went and hand delivered the pooch back to its owner. Oh my gosh. That honestly, like a mail carrier is someone perfect to help you look for your dog. If you're, if you, it's during the day that you ever realize that your dog ran out is or is missing to tell the nearest mail carrier, Hey, I have a Jack Terrier, Russell, Russell Terrier, whatever it's called. <laughs> and his name's Pete. Please help me or bring him back. If you see him today, yeah. because they're all over your neighborhood. Yeah. They're combing up and down those streets and they, they know, they know the, the dogs in the area. Oh yeah, they Trust do. Me. They know that whenever they walk up to my house, there's going to be three dogs yelping at them at the uh, at the windows. So. Oh my gosh. We had our windows open the other day and I could see the mail person peek through before he ran past our house and I opened the door and I was like, is everything good? He was like, yeah, just keeping an eye out for Zeus. <laughs> I lost it. Uh, so thank you to all of our UPS, FedEx, USPS drivers and people out there. Uh, super busy this time of year. So yeah. put some snacks out for them or, you know, do what you can for those guys because they are going to be working extra overtime overtime over the next couple weeks thank you for what you do and if you've got a famous friend that you think we should know about let us know 314-699-47 mo bringing nashville to st louis with casey covers country on 92.3 wil remy have you ever done one of those things where you um it's like the salvation Army's 
Giving Tree wherever you take the name off of the tree, and it could be a child in need with a whole Christmas list. So then you go to the gro- or to the store, Walmart or toy store, find everything on the list, and then bring it back to the tree. Uh, yeah, we've done that a couple times. Obviously, helping out with a bunch of uh, local organizations too through the radio station, Toys for Tots, you know that kind of thing. I know that um, churches also do this. When I was younger, I remember my mom and I going to a church yeah. to pull names from the tree and then go to the store and fill the Christmas list. Well, Morgan Wallen made a huge impact when he took 100, I'm sorry, 200 names off the Salvation Army's Angel Tree program, filled every list, spent $20,000 in the city of Memphis to get everything for each of these 200 kids that they had on their list. That's awesome. That's a that's that's really really awesome. Every year I feel like there's some someone that drops a, a ton of money on mm-hmm. layaway or on, you know, things like this and I'm glad that Morgan Wallen's doing this. He while he was in Memphis, he actually had three sold out shows. So in between those three very big concerts is when he took the time to find the Salvation Army of Memphis, head to their local Walmart and say, okay, I'll take 200 names. Let me see what I can do. Dropped $20,000, filled 32 shopping carts, helped, you know, package it all and do the wrapping and probably gift bagging Mm -hmm. before returning it and then saying, okay, now I got to go play show. Yeah, gift bagging is underrated, by the way. It is. It's a lot of work. It's so awesome to just like toss it into a bag, throw some tissue paper in there. Boom. Gift. Done. Because nobody really cares about the wrapping, honestly. Finished. Morgan told the Salvation Army of Memphis, growing up, my parents always made sure we had gifts under the tree. And I know that not all kids are as fortunate to have that same experience. So I'm super excited that I got to partner up with the Salvation Army while I was here in Memphis and make a whole lot of kids happy this Christmas. And I'll be back to do it again next year. Well, if he keeps selling out shows, he's going to have to get apartments in each one of these cities that he's in because he's just, uh, they they plan on one show, that sells out, get another show, that sells out, and then, you know, the weekend's over at that point, but his middle name's going to be sold out here in a little bit. Right, before you know it, it's going to be like Morgan Wallen week in Memphis, Morgan yeah. Wallen week in St. Louis, selling out shows all week long. Well, I, I'm glad that after a year or so of big scandal and then isolation and, you know, him hiding from the public, I'm glad that now he's making his entrance back into the world with a bang and also helping out a lot of people in the process. Exactly. Sam Hunt, Ken folks on 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. Uh, we didn't hear a lot from Sam Hunt in 2021. He was very quiet. He released like one single or a single and maybe a feature with another artist. And that was it. He has been teasing new music, which I thought was going to come out at the end of 2021. Um, But now it's looking like spring 2022. There we go. It's going to be next year. Big year for Sam Hunt. I'm predicting it now. Just thinking that he's got something in the works there. And he usually does it big whenever he puts out an album. So just get ready for his social medias to go dark. He just had such a high high whenever he first gained popularity. It happened so, it was kind of like in the vein of Morgan Wallen where it happened so fast that um, he almost had to disappear for a little while just to get a sense of normalcy back. And I'm sure now as an artist, he's ready to start releasing some more things since he hasn't done that in a long time. Very much like Morgan Wallen. Now that you you say that, I remember people, 
I remember Sam Hunt opening for Lady A maybe 2018 or 19 or something and people not necessarily going for Lady A but going Sir Sam to Hunt. see Sam Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, had a big show today and uh, short week this week. We're going to be out Thursday through the end of the year. So I know, Casey, you're going to be sticking around for your midday show and doing some stuff like that. But uh, for the most part, the morning show will be out until the end of the year starting on Thursday. We made a big announcement on Friday at 9.05 that meet our game master if you listen to Remy versus Casey. The other voice is Meat. He's from 101 ESPN down the hallway. He's going to be joining the show full-time in January. Right, so he'll be here from 6 to 10 with us rather than just at 8 o'clock leading us in Remy versus Casey. And I'm going to tell you this. Like, I feel like that, that guy has so much country knowledge. Like, he is, he's been a, a, a country fan his entire life, and he hasn't been able to, like, talk about it for the last, like, six or seven years because he's been at ESPN talking about sports. Right. He surprises so. me, and he's a lot of fun. Like, he's going to bring a lot of fun and a lot of laughs, and he's got a lot of great ideas, so I think he's only going to make things a little bit better around here. We also had our Monday morning mystery today, which I feel like has, it's got so many layers. It's got tons of layers, these hidden rooms that are on Washington Avenue in St. Louis, and you might be like, oh, Remy, that's prohibition stuff. Duh, everybody knows this, and that's not what that is. I guarantee it's something else. Remy thinks it's aliens. I think it's like CIA stuff because there's a CIA guy coming out and talking about all these like secret facilities in St. Louis and why. Why are they here? Maybe because the arch is actually a portal to another dimension. Okay. Um, <laughs> backing up from that a little bit, how are we going to find out? Should we go to Wash Ave? Should we get see if we can get down there? Should we just jump on a sidewalk and see if it collapses? No. <laughs> uh, all of these Monday morning mysteries have been so much fun. It's just they need so much more unpacking, and there's only so much time we get on the air. So if you ever hear one of these or see the video on our Facebook page, make sure to comment and let us know where we can find some more information because we'd love to dive deeper. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you missed anything from the show today, we will see you tomorrow morning. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.